ओम ज्ञान ज्ञानंजन शलाकाया चक्षुरन मिलितम येन तस्मै श्री गुरवे नमः वाह हम्म ग्रेट क्वेश्चन ह्यूमन सोसाइटी इज एंगेजिंग इन दिस क्वेश्चन मेजर हाउ लॉन्ग इज दिस हाउ वाइड इज दिस हाउ डीप इज दिस हाउ हेवी इज दिस व्हेन वाज द रशियन रेवोल्यूशन Historical question. Is it historical question? Then geographical questions. What is the capital of Tatarstan? There's so many questions which uh, reveal facts and figures about the world we live in. But the really important question is why. Now, this question why may be asked on a superficial level. The famous. Uh, Incident supposed to have happened that Isaac Newton, the father of classical physics, was sitting under an apple tree when an apple fell down, and he wondered why. And this led to his founding a theory of gravity. Why does the apple fall from the tree? The answer: gravity. This is considered a great advancement in knowledge. but the question why is only applied at a superficial as only in this case being applied at a superficial level what is the ultimate cause what is the ultimate reason for the apple falling from the tree or for anything happening at all in any place in time and circumstance now this ultimate question why probably didn't occur in the mind of sir isaac as he came to be known because he was a thief and he took for granted the christian explanation of existence or the the sect of or or the explanation of existence according to the sect of christianity he belonged to which has some Praiseworthy points and also some very foolish points. So, um, good point is that they accept that there is God behind everything, and that we should remember and serve and pray to God. Serving, isn't it? Serving. We should pray to Him and yeah, acknowledge His existence. There are some very foolish things in. Christian so-called theology, as I was pointing uh, out the other day. For instance, there was one bishop in Ireland who calculated from his biblical studies that the world had begun, and he gave an exact time, 9:30 a.m. on a certain date. <laughs> Give the exact time, 9:30. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that first uh, job in the United Nations said that the uh, that the, the Soviet Union's industrial production has increased 19,449 times since the revolution. Okay, 1,449 times since the revolution. Uh, Not Russia, Soviet Union. 
When we find such precise figures about uh, non non certain or, or not precisely definable phenomena, then we know there's something wrong. So anyway, getting back to Isaac Newton, uh, he's asking the question why and providing the answer gravity did not affect the gravity of his position God. Now, uh, gradually in the Western world, science moved away from theism to be practically in all respects diametric, diametrically opposed to it. And science went on asking the question, why? What is the cause of this? What is the cause of that? Uh, but with a commitment, with an unspoken commitment to deny any ultimate cause. It is inevitable that the scientists have come to uh, speculate that the whole universe came into being out of nothing, or our alternative theories are that it's always existed. Uh, theories such as the universe has come out of nothing simply by chance, without any conscious cause, is inevitable because they are atheists. Now, in this verse and in the series of verses around here, or preceding this, is the uh, discussion, what is the cause of a living being suffering? And various suggestions have been offered. But, Dharma, the personality of religion in the form of both, is seeing uh, that the, what is the ultimate cause of all causes. Now, um, we understand that the literature is the ultimate cause of all causes. Christian, that the universe is going on by an ordered method, not simply disorder, uh, ordered chaos. <laughs> And there is God in people. And the modern scientific theory is that it's an ordered chaos, which is an oxymoron. They have uh, laws which they have ascertained, uh, scientific laws. One of them is which, which is that any system which is not supervised will tend towards chaos. So their theory is that this whole universe is a, is a non-ordered system. Their whole study of science is depends upon their being ordered. They, they, they presume there is order. Therefore they study. They discover so many laws that they deny that there can be that there is any conscious lawmaking. So if we just dig a little bit deep, if we are slightly philosophical we can understand that there must be God. And actually, uh, so-called scientists, they have no answer to the claim that there is God. And therefore, they simply poo-poo the notion. It means, um, they just uh, dismiss it lightly. 
spoken about by Lord Krishna is nothing new. And in this verse, the various Vedic uh, atheists have been alluded to. Vedic uh, atheists. Yes. Actually, that's another oxymoron. Veda means knowledge, and knowledge means to understand God, so there's no such thing as Vedic atheists. But uh, they explain Vedas which are only meant to describe God. But they explain it in such a way there's no God. Or they describe a godless God. God devoid of the qualities of God. It's like the Karana massacres, they say, yes, there's God, but uh, he says, in the, according to the Vedas, he gives the fruits of various activities. So if you perform the various pious activities, he's obliged to give you the result. He's also not independent. Or the Ishvara described in the Sankhya philosophy, he's, uh, or he, well, not really he, but some kind of principle which uh, fills in the holes that of their, their incomplete philosophy. There is this common monster idea that uh, well, God is obliged to uh, reward us for our pious activities. So that means that it's, they're not actually describing what is actually God. Because God means He is independent. So these uh, philosophical speculations to describe existence uh, have been going on since time immemorial. These uh, various speculations have been elaborately debunked by the Vaishnava Acharyas throughout the centuries. Debunked? Refuted. Refuted and shown to be true. Uh, of course, there's not time to, uh, in this class, discuss all of these different philosophies and their reputation. But uh, we should be very much conversant with Bhagavad, Bhagavad philosophy, to understand what is the position of Krishna. Of course, it is not possible to fully understand Krishna. That verse will just... No, 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 no. Abhita question Bhagavad Gita Krishna, his, his activities are bewildering. They appear to be like that of a human being. But we should, as Prabhupada explained, we should try to understand Krishna at least as much as he describes himself in Bhagavad Gita. Try to understand it as the cause of all causes. All right, what's that verse? Krishna is the cause of all causes. If you don't know this, then just don't dig up the data. What's that verse? Krishna is the cause of all causes. Well, could be, but specifically, the cause of all causes. Ishvara Parama Krishna Satyananda Vidyaha can someone get the translation? Anyone? Krishna is the supreme control. His form is eternal, blissful, knowledgeable. 
It's a little bit difficult to say it exactly in English and probably in Russian also. Because if we say his form is composed of Satchitananda, that's not exactly correct because he's not really composed of anything. It is always existing. And if we say his form is eternity, knowledge, and bliss, it's that's uh, it's not specific enough. So it just goes to show that these languages are not really meant for understanding the absolute truth. He's known as Govinda. He's known as Govinda. He has there's no beginning to him, but he is the beginning of everything. He is the cause of all causes. So we should understand this from the pages of Srimad Bhagavatam. Of course, you would probably prefer if I had told some charming stories of Krishna, which would be very sweet. But we should understand who is that charming one. If we don't understand the philosophy, that means we'll misunderstand it. If we don't understand the philosophy of the absolute truth, we'll be caught on the platform of relative truth. If we don't have the uh, proper conception, then we'll have misconception. So this is the last Bhagavatam class I'll be giving at this festival, and I probably won't see most of you for until the next festival. Many things you have to do in the meantime, in the upcoming year or so. Presuming you're all here next year. What is? So among the many things you have to do, I. Uh, request you earnestly, you please study these books very carefully. Many times devotees are telling me that, well, people ask me questions, they're interested, but I don't know how to answer. So you study these books and you'll learn how to answer. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.